0: Hey everybody, positive occult practice. Anyways, I was at the uh, Serpent Moon Bones Festival this weekend at Poughkeepsie, New York. If you missed it, you fucked up. Should have came. But I'm going to give some shoutouts for some people. I bought a bunch of shit. Yeah, I spent a lot of money. Uh, and didn't realize, wow, I spent a lot of money. You don't really realize until you fucking... But it's all worth it. It was all worth it. So I'm going to give little shoutouts to a couple of people. First... Okay, that's a fucking huge truck out there. I don't know what the deal is with that, if you heard that in the background. Uh, first, I want to give a shout out to some people I've met in the last couple of weeks who I really adore from Modern Druid in Nyack. They had a table there. They're awesome. And if you ever get a chance to Nyack, check them out. So they were there. I'm giving them a shout-out. Uh, Spiritus Arcanum. Uh, and I spread out, yes. Arcanum is... Uh, I got, I bought a lot of text... Um, fuck. I bought a lot of candles from them. Uh, and, and they were phenomenal. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Claycheck. It's my girl over there. She hit me off with, uh, last time, with a coffee mug with a devil tarot card on it. This time I didn't get anything, because I want to... I want to order something from her. It's Claycheck on Instagram. She's awesome. I met a girl from old old crow metaphysical shop in Vermont. Bought some uh, facial stuff from her. She's a sweetheart. Sweetheart. Can't believe she came all the way from Vermont. That's amazing. Uh, Babe Gang Studio. They make patches. Fucking dope as shit. I bought a skull one with a dagger running through it. Oh, uh, the Doctor Witch girl she's a fellow Hecate follower and she was I talked to her for a while she's was mad cool she has a great setup of beautiful candles I bought from her and amazing great person sanctuary sketches I just talked to her for a little bit she does art she's really sweet and nice inky cap coven inki cap coven same thing beautiful didn't buy anything but she has great stuff she's actually i think she's the sister-in-law to the girl from old crows i think she told me uh let's see wick and ronin um i bought a i guess you want to i don't know a voodoo doll right from her last time and she remembered me and we talked for a long time she's a sweetheart uh that's wick and ronin and uh i believe that's it but that's all i got going so that was an excellent time had a great time um i had some cupcakes there and it was funny as hell because the lady was like you know they're gluten-free though they're gluten-free i don't know if you're gonna like them they're gluten-free and i'm like first of all they're cupcakes second of all uh i like gluten-free i've had no as a matter of fact i try to eat more gluten-free i just think it's better for you and uh they were delicious and the funny thing was we were the first wave in from six to nine she had three cupcakes left she had another whole group coming in so i told her you should just charge five bucks for them instead of three make a little money she was really cool i wish i knew the name of her that set up of her bakery there but Listen, if you ever listen to those podcasts, if you are into uh, food and stuff, I don't know, maybe you shouldn't contact them the next time they have one, because I think they they really need food. One second. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> That was the most strangest thing. So what happened was, is I'm baking... Not baking. I'm cooking something in my oven. And, uh... <laughs> and, um... Cooking something in my oven, and then this fucking fire alarm goes off every fucking time. And I was literally running to the fire alarm to take it down before it went off during the podcast. <laughs> That's how my life works. So, anyways... um the beginning, I, I I wanted to say, and it's in the beginning of the podcast, the original podcast came out um, this morning, listened to it in the morning, fucking hated it, because I hated the way it recorded, I hated the way it flowed, too many ums, there's a lot of um, um, you know, it's hard to not to, to do um, okay, but I don't want to do that, it sounds so fucking annoying, and I was gonna like play with it and just keep it on and be like, hey, do a drinking game with it every time I say um but if I feel that you've done that you're going to be drunk two minutes into it because I said it so many times annoying so it's like I had to do some self-realization and it's something I need to work on while doing a podcast I might have even said it a couple times already because you really don't even realize you say it until you fucking start doing shit like this like really you know because you're just not self-aware of it like I'm really self-aware of it right now make sure that I don't even say it also i noticed that when i do podcasts, i do mumble a little bit and it's like why am i mumbling during a podcast you have to speak clear i have an expensive mic i have an expensive setup it's like use it you know it's like so stupid (sighs) but um like i said this last past weekend now i heard about the luna witch festival which i didn't even know shit about and i guess that one is coming up this i guess tomorrow yeah tomorrow uh i unfortunately can't make that it's during the week i don't know how people do it but it's in like an hour away and there's supposed to be hundreds of people there supposed to be freaking really nice and cool and like hanging out with some good people but let's let's build this serpent man let's build the serpent moon bones festival man let's kick some ass let's do some supporting in this um for that venue Let's make that kick ass even more, because it, it kicks ass already. Um that's another thing I should mean. Like sniffling, I feel. I got fucking allergies and it bothers the shit out of me. I have the thing is I have two damn parakeets. I don't know why I got them. I don't know why I got these goddamn parakeets. I mean I I I do like them. Um, but I feel like the feathers make me sneeze more. Just a little bit. But uh <laughs> So, yes, uh, I don't even know if they're boys or girls, but I named them Lilith and I named them. uh, The other one, his name is Cersei. Um, Neither one of them look like that, but I guess it would just make me like them more (laughs) in a certain way. Because, man, damn, these birds are loud. I mean, even during this podcast right now, I literally had to cover them for an amount of time because you could hear them in the background. sounds like I'm in the forest you know, which is, you know, like in a forest somewhere doing a podcast and there's just birds chirping all around. <sighs> Anyways, enjoy this segment today. It's about Lucifer, Luciferianism. Uh, some I give some of the history on it. I give uh, some of the belief system of it. I myself uh, follow the Luciferian concept. Uh, there's no dogma, but the, the belief system, a little bit of free will. Um, I use uh, Lucifer as a guide in the energy of, of his uh, his characteristics, as I um, also I am a follower of Hecate, but Hecate, of course, I use more in my craft. Lucifer is more of a living the way I live and the way I think in certain ways. So you can actually be a witch and, 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 and study Luciferianism. They have Luciferian witches. Uh, they have just like they have Christian witches and in solitary every, every type of witch. But me, myself, I just use it as a guiding point in my life. So I hope you enjoy it. There's a lot of you that probably know more than me about this. Uh, and, and and I want to just say one thing In Luciferianism If you look it up It's going to be a million things out there If you ever read Michael Ford I like some of his books Some of his stuff um, I could say I personally don't agree with But some of it I do And a lot of it I do And I think it's You know he's, He has he has some great writing And some great knowledge on on it uh, But uh, you know Pick up a book once in a while Or see what you think about it If not that's cool But listen to the podcast Think of you know Take a little dive into it. Anyways, enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Positive Occult Podcast with Lucifer. I'd like to welcome everybody. Um, I did put in a post, I did put a post up and I did put an episode up and I did not like it. I didn't like the way it recorded, I didn't like the way Then I was saying, um, a lot. I'm trying to eliminate that. These, because when I'm thinking, you know, a lot of people say, um, and it's like, you don't want to do it on the podcast. It's a little annoying. Plus I was a little repetitive and I didn't like the way I was, I didn't like the way it was came out. So, but now I think I have my shit together a little bit. So we're going to talk about a little bit about Luciferianism. Lucifer is Lucifer the same as Satan. Um, what are the, I guess the commonalities in it or are they just basically the same thing and how did it get to that level of becoming that uh and what is luciferianism Uh, We're going to go over a few concepts of one style of luciferianism and you can see how it is actually a it's not a religion it is a just a way of thinking a way of living with free will and doing whatever the fuck you want without hurting anybody so it's, it's a really important thing so we're gonna um go over this First of all, I'm just gonna let do. I do a lot of stuff off my head uh, that I've learned. So this is why sometimes if I did say ums, because I'm actually thinking and re- going back. But one thing I, what I always like to say is, is like I like to take this opportunity to say something from Socrates, uh, and he said, "I know that I know nothing," and it's really important to know that I only know so much. We only know so much, and this is what I'm regurgitating to you is just knowledge that I know and then you can do your own research yourself so um, if I may butcher some things I'm sorry but do the research yourself I'm just trying to bring it to the light I'm trying to bring it to um, my fellow witches um, who are Luciferian witches who are not Luciferian witches who are maybe satanic atheists right now and uh and I'm, I'm gonna give you a little info you know I'm not the master at it and, But I want you to, you know, maybe it'll, I guess, bring a little bit of understanding. Not just to our fellow people of the craft, but of also of just regular people that listen to this, if there's anybody. So, today, um, let's just talk a little bit about um, Lucifer first. So, Lucifer and Satan are actually, um, a lot of people say they're one and the same. Some people they say they're totally different. Uh, it is actually a combination of both but it is also a combination that has actually through the church's doings uh, has created Lucifer and Satan as a adversary to what their teachings are and if it's like you know it's like creating a monster and but we're gonna go about, really about first let's go over who Lucifer was so Lucifer actually was a Roman and Greek god and there's a lot of people who don't even know that and know, you know nor have studied it uh, so his real name was Phosphorus and if you look at any alchemaic symbols of Luciferianism they do use the um, that symbol of Phosphorus of the light and it's his also his name was Lusum, Fere, which means the torchbearer, bearer, the, the one who brings the light. So, his kind of like his symbol or like his mytholo- mythological, I guess, what he looked like was he was in a chariot uh, with wings uh, carrying a large torch. And that torch was the light that he was bringing into humanity and to those who worshiped him to bring them knowledge you know like when you bring a torch into a dark room you know suddenly it's like it's bright and this is what he's trying to bring this knowledge to you so when you would pray to him or worship him whatever you do you do back then you were just using him as a guide to hopefully bring you to illumination uh, illumination of your own spiritual you know path he was also represented physically as the planet Venus so when the Greeks and Romans would look into the sky, or the pagans, they would see Venus. It is the brightest star in the sky, which is not really a star. I guess it would be a planet, but it is the, the most bright being, especially at night near the moon. And on the left side, as the night goes, it kind of disappears and then goes on to the other side. when the Actually, when the sun rises, but right before the sun rises, it's actually the darkest time of the night. That's why he got the name The Prince of Darkness Not because of darkness and scary shit It's because he was the Prince of Darkness It was at the darkest time Where he uh, was shining the most And after the sun comes up he, You know The actual Venus you could still see For a very long time Sometimes at certain times of the day You could look up and still see it For a very long time So that, he, that was his physical form Was actually Venus Now So let's go through a little brief, I guess, history of Christianity. And this is not a shit on Christianity day, but these are facts and things that happened. So during the pagan times, of course, Constantine, the Roman emperor, and many of you probably know this already, uh, actually decided he was killing all sorts of Christians because he was a pagan. But, you know, he got tired of it politically. You know what? I got to start changing. More people are becoming Christian. I can't kill all these people. And so he decided to accept the Christian faith and make the Roman um, state Christian. Excuse me. So this is a political move that he made. And in in order to do that, you have a lot of people that were pagan pagan still. And a lot of them weren't really going to give up their paganism. So a lot of these saints and things that were in the church were kind of given a mask. Well, the pagan gods were given masks and said, okay, this is a saint. If you pray to this saint, which is actually a pagan god, you can get this or you can ask for that. So that's where that whole thing of saints actually came in. And so then you had all these different pagan gods, but you had some you couldn't even get rid of. Or you had some you didn't know what to do with. So it was... A purposeful thing to get rid of these gods in this way plus if you are worshiping Yahweh or Jehovah or whatever that the you know the Catholics use the name you also had to say the reason why these pagan gods were no good anymore because they were from the devil they were from the morning star they're from Lucifer this is these are ways that you shouldn't be following because they're evil because you have to worship God it was a form of control Obviously, okay. So, on that on that note, uh, you had also many different writers. So, there was a scholar named Origin, who actually took part of the Bible and started adding in these different, I guess, forms of Satan. So, the adversary, which in the original text was the adversary, was the name Satan. So. It would be like me saying my, this guy was a Satan to me. They would say a Satan, I mean, an adversary. So it didn't, so then eventually it became just Satan, you know? So it just actually meant adversary. Uh, but there is a version, there is a verse in the Bible with this guy, Origin, who started s- slowly bringing it into the church is, uh, uh, the Bible. And, uh, This particular verse, it says, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground who didst weaken the nations? Okay, and then you have different versions, right? Uh, This one says, uh, How have you fallen from heaven, O lightbringer and daystar? Okay, I mean, look, and 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 then it goes into, these are actual the same verse, but they changed them in order to make it sound more satanic. Okay, here's another one. How have you fallen from heaven, O light bringer and day star, son of the morning? How have you been cut down to the ground! You have weakened and laid low, nations blasphemous, satanic king of Babylon, uh, shining morning star. Have you you have fallen from the heavens, a destroyer of the nations, and you've been cut to the ground? The original version was none of this. Um, the King James Bible and the original ones was none of that because the original Judaic. Judean text I guess you would say Is that it's actually A Babylonian king The morning star was considered The Babylonian king And so this king went against God And they're shaming him In this There's also other Things in the Bible So Lucifer and Satan in the original text Were never ever in there They slowly added them to get People worked up about witches, pagans, uh, to get you away from that, because you, you know, there is, there is an actual original text, and you can look this up in the Nag Hammadi, it's called, that it says, and it asks Jesus, where is God? And he re- replies, supposedly, in the Nag Hammadi, which is one of the, some of the original texts, that God is in everything. God is in you. God is in the trees. God's, well, guess what? You can't, as controlling people, you can't tell people that. Because that's basically paganism, saying that God is here. God is there. God is everywhere. God is within you. You have to say, no, God is within the church. And, and God will control you. So, as you can see, this way of manipulating people, and are thinking that Lucifer... And Satan are actually one they were actually put into the text as as all these texts were. because if you don't know and understand the Bible Matthew Mark Luke and John were not written by Matthew Mark Luke and John Luke I think maybe was but that's even just not sure but the other ones were not they were just given those names they weren't nobody knows the true authors of those so then you had people like origin manipulating them to make People fearful of anything that was not Christian. That's like some 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 people out there talking shit about you. You know, and eventually, mm-hmm. over years or over time or over hours even, they believe that you've done those things. Now, it's also a projection of what the church also does. Oh, you know, you can't, you know... When you hear things about like Satanism, you hear cannibalism, anything to do with like you know uh, sexual abuse and stuff. But the funny thing is, I think we know who does that. But when you start put pr- pr- you know projecting that onto other people, um, you know, then people for some reason doesn't don't question it. That's that's the sad thing. Anyways, like I said, I'm not trying to blast on these things. I'm just talking truth. Truth hurts sometimes. So we've had these this this bastardization of Lucifer and actually of Satan they have created. Now, when it goes, talks about hell, if you ever read the Bible, there's only like one or two references of hell. And even hell is called shoal in the Jewish tradition, which means sleep. You're not you're not going to hell. It was just heaven and sleep. And that's it now we have other belief systems that do believe there's hell but hell was also used to scare the shit out of people to make you become a good person and like fight your own primordial carnal you know desires which as a human being like you're gonna shut down your own sexual desires because as we see that does not work okay um so I, I just wanted to talk about that. The origin, you have to, the origins, not the scholar origin, you can look that up too. Um, so, I'm sorry, my phone is ringing. Okay. Ugh. So, anyways. Um, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I mean, this, this. <laughs> okay. So, uh,. Like I was saying, uh, these are these are things that need to be studied yourself. Uh, you need to go and study these things and look them up yourself and verify them yourself. And another thing that Christianity did real quick it was said that you know Satan was the actually the tempter and created all this sin. Well, I mean, if you look in the the Bible, in Isaiah also, It says, um, it says that, I'm I'm sorry, (laughs) this is very strange. I'm actually replying because I had to. I'm so sorry. I don't edit, so I'm sorry. I had to reply to a text. Pretty important. So, uh, oh yeah, so we were getting on. Oh yes. So it does say in Isaiah uh, that, And I'm going to paraphrase, because I mean, all the shit's paraphrased anyways Then there. Uh, I am God, and I created good, and I created evil. And this is somebody just saying, listen, this is what I've done. Now, if you said that in court, you'd be in jail. I did this, and I did that, right? If you admit to doing these things. Now, a Christian will say, well, it's your choice to do evil, or choice to do good. Well, if you're not given that option, you wouldn't, right? Anyways, and yes, we should control ourselves not to do evil. I mean, I guess he was just giving us choices as free will. But you can't blame it on a guy named Satan or Lucifer. He has nothing to do with that. Or tempt you. Who the fuck has time to actually go out and do that shit? (laughs) Not even a god would have time to do that. (sighs) So, anyway, so we're going to talk about two things of rebellion that I do really love about the... Uh, the character of Lucifer And the character of Satan So so let's do this So let's go right into the Garden of Eden very quickly You had the Garden of Eden You had Lilith Who was the original woman uh, Not Eve, if you know your studies So you basically said mm, Adam's not that good looking I'm not going to sleep with him I'm not going to have sex with him And you could fuck off And God was like, well, what up? And she said, no Later, fuck you And, and she left she rebelled. She was a rebel. She said, "Fuck it." Um, and they created Eve. Then you had the snake come and said, "You know, this is um, this is the tree, right? Of knowledge of good and evil." Now, if a fucking tree was in your front yard, and so we said, "Listen, don't touch that because you're gonna find mad knowledge and you're gonna, you know, or and and really find out how things work." I mean, who the fuck wouldn't do that? It didn't really take too much from the snake or if you want to call him the devil, if not, or you want to call him Lucifer. I don't think so. I think it's obviously very just symbolic. Uh, we They had a choice to do it. And then when they did, they found out they were naked. Oh, well, that's fucking great. Right? I'm naked. That's awesome to me. I'd be like, oh, shit. You know, my, my question is about that too. Like, So wait a minute. They were supposed to have sex, but then they just realized they were naked. I don't don't get that. But they also realized, and I think that is a symbol. And I think that that snake is actually a good guy. Because he's saying, listen, this is the bullshit that your creator did. And creator made you. He's trying to blind you. And to me, that's fucking awesome. Because who wants to be living under a tyrant? The same thing when Lucifer fought in heaven symbolically against God himself because he was like you know what, when they made humans supposedly in the Bible God was like, you gotta bow down to, to this creation I made, and meanwhile the angels have already been around doing everything that he wanted, and they had more power than humans, and they're like, you gotta bow down to him, and they're like, fuck you, we're not doing that Lucifer got tired of shit and he was the most beautiful angel out of all of them, supposedly, right So fuck you, I'm not doing it and he, you know, he had a rebellion with many other angels. They lost, supposedly, right? Got cast down to the earth. And then they, you know, hung out with some women and supposedly had giants, if you ever read parts of the Bible. Um, but I, I don't see anything bad about that. I think that is great because you're actually standing up against tyranny. You're actually standing up against the man. I was a punk rock kid. When I read stuff like that, I was like, This is the motherfucker right here. This is the motherfucker you have to respect. Not the one who just lives as a slave and servitude and says, is being the fucking yes man all the time. Not living with free will and be able to decide and think for yourself and trying to find knowledge. Instead, you have to be just ignorant, I guess. And this, to me, was the ultimate punk rock motherfucker. Same thing as with the Buddha. The Buddha was the same way. He was rich. He decided, listen, I'm boredish. fuck. I want to know why people are suffering. And he went out and gave up everything to be a total punk rock rebel. But that's how I think of it. Maybe hopefully that will give you a different light of how some other people think of it. But we're going to be going over uh, really quickly some Luciferian concepts now these concepts are from i believe the luciferian sort of light or something like that uh, and i i did get it off the internet i do have all my own other belief systems now you gotta remember that luciferian and satanism there is no dogma and if there is you ever find somebody that says that there's dogma rules they're not true luciferians or satanists and once you start having dogma or a hierarchy there It is becoming uh, It's becoming like The kingdom of God Or it's becoming like the shitty government we have Or it's coming like Any government that's going to tell you what to do Nobody should be able to tell you what to do It's called free will You can be able to think and do whatever you want As long as you're not harming anybody So these are different I'm going to just go over some of the basic ones This is um, by Catherine Byer And uh, she wrote this And it's actually from, let me get the name right Uh, It is from The Order of the Luciferian Sword And you know, it's Luciferians Go by Enlightenment, independence, and progressiveness And that's the beauty of it Satanists do the same Thing, but Satanists are more Into the animalistic Part of humans, the carnal part Not to say Luciferians aren't into carnal You know, a lot of you know, being free will with sex, but they're a little bit more, Satanist, okay. But we, our main thing is, and we're gonna go between the difference between Luciferian and Satanism in, in a future podcast. But let's just go over some of these basics. um Number one was is, and these aren't just codes; these are just like kind of advice, I guess, how to live your life to live to the fullest. An illuminated being who chooses. Rather than idolizes, Luciferianism is about seeking knowledge from both with and without. While many of the practitioners do recognize Lucifer as an actual being, they envision him quite differently than Christians do, and they are in no way dependent on him in the same way followers of other religions are. So it's the energy of of Lucifer, it's the energy of Satan. It is not the actual being itself. Um, You use the symbolism of him uh, to inspire you of that ultimate, I said again, punk rock rebel going against the man. And the next one is free to act by accepting consequences. You're free to act and do whatever you want, but accept the consequences. It is like karma. It is karma. And remember, when you do something bad to somebody, it's karma. When you do something good. It's good karma. Doesn't mean you can just go do whatever you want. It means that you make sh- make sure you accept the consequences. You have free will to do whatever you want. Just don't be a dumbass. Do no harm. Um, accept. Uh, I pursue wealth and prosperity. Living in prosperity. There's nothing wrong with going out, living to your fullest, kicking ass, uh, trying to make a lot of money and being prosperous. There was nothing wrong with that. If anybody tells you. No, then they are telling you that you shouldn't have any free will to do what you want just like if you want to be poor you can be poor Uh, accept and glorify the primordial cardal nature Hey, this pleasures of the flesh there's nothing wrong with engaging yourself with sexual desire feeling no guilt and just having fun especially with a person that you really connect with doesn't necessarily have to be in love. It goes against the concept of Christianity and Abrahamic beliefs that it has to be always about love. It's not always about love. Sometimes it's just that animalistic desire. But then you go back to, you are free to act and accept the consequences. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Cruelty has its place when it's warranted. Yes, there's times when you have to be cruel. There's sometimes you have to be Stand up for people. You have to stand up for yourself. You have to stand up for your family. There is no turn the other cheek in Luciferianism or Satanism at all. Conversion is not the goal. It's pretty much accepted. Same thing as in witchcraft. We're not trying to convert people. It's up to you if you would want to dig deep and tap into something you may... You Most people have, but not everybody. I don't really... Go with, I guess, I guess you have some people have very minimal amount of magic within them, you know, because I feel like when you're reborn, like eventually you start moving up to higher levels. That's my own personal feeling. Um, You you have to accept the Abrahamic faith. So you should accept Christianity and you should accept uh, Islam and you should accept Judaism, but doesn't mean you have to agree with them. You could you you should disagree but that doesn't mean you go and shit on their faiths. Because as long as somebody has a good religion and it makes them a good person, I have no problem with that. And we nobody should have because we all have free will to do whatever we want. You can have free will not to have free will. <laughs> uh, support and protect the natural world. Of course, protect your environment. As witches, as people of the faith, of the pagan faith or the pagan belief system. It's about the n- nature, man. It's about... Taking care of our environment—it's about taking care of, you know, the air we breathe, and using these elements. How you gonna not take care of the, the nature when it's the elements? It's very simple. Focus on the present day. It's pretty self-explanatory. Enlightenment is the ultimate goal. Um, All knowledge is good and ignorance, however, leads to all sorts of problems. Luciferians celebrate knowledge of all types as a key to enlightenment and happiness in life. Free will. Personal responsibility are primary. Everybody is responsible for their own fate. Skepticism is encouraged. Yes. Believe the science, real science, not the science, science yes science can change because sometimes when a scientist does an experiment right it doesn't come it comes out a certain way and then guess what somebody else finds out something else it kind of changes that there's nothing wrong with that but you know kind of like i'm not sure about that right that way you keep doing it and let's say so skepticism is encouraged okay so knowledge is very fluid okay so now let's say let's I don't believe that, say when you're creating spell work and you keep doing a certain spell and you keep trying to change it to manipulate it to make it better and stronger. That is a way of, I guess, being skeptical about seeing if it works. And then that would make things better when you are being a skeptic. Uh, and as science, you sit there and you, you, like, I guess you would like, like look at how these things work scientifically or you watch experiments or you watch the science channel you're like wow that's really cool you you may have been skeptical about other things in science but then you come illuminated and figure out these great um what these great scientists do or like are just doing like i said experimenting more in a little tangent there, that i was like crazy so that's it that's all i have for today um, you should ex- check it out yourself. Um, we are going to talk about Satanism in a couple episodes, which is very similar. So it's probably going to be shorter, but, uh, we're going to get into that and maybe you look at some little bit of differences between each one, but we're not going to do that the next, the next podcast will be something completely different. So I don't want to keep rambling on one thing. And myself, I'm a Luciferian, but I'm also a witch, but I am a witch first. The Luciferian are just my beliefs and the the way of life I live. Witchcraft is the art and the craft, which also dictates the way I live. Do no harm. Be a good person. Be kind. Know that there is light and dark, and they have to be accepted, and they have to be equal in your life. Live to the fullest. Free will. Be the rebel. Be a punker. Be a punk rock. Do things that you've never wanted to, you know, wanted to always try. Do them anyways. Just try it, you're gonna fucking become so much a better person. And study, get illuminated. Ask Lucifer that energy to give you knowledge. If you want, you can or you can't. You don't have to ask him. I mean, I give it to you anyways. But try. That's if you want. You may not want to be a Luciferian Or even take part of that But as an eclectic witch or For me, I try to take things from everything And if it works for me Anyways, I love you guys Have a great and glorious week